ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் பேக் டு சங்கம் லிட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கி அண்ட் இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி பர்சீவ் ப்ரேசஸ் டு அ காட் ஆஸ் போர்ட்ரேட் இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரரி ஒர்க் புறநானூறு ஒன் பென்பை பாரதம் பாடிய பெருந்தேவனார் புறநானூறு விச் வி பிகின் டு எக்ஸ்ப்ளோர் டுடே இஸ் அபவுட் த ஆவுட்டர் லைஃப் ஆஃப் சங்கம் பீப்புள் ப்ரெசென்டிங் இன்ஃபர்மேஷன் அபவுட் ஹிஸ்டாரிக்கல் இவெண்ட்ஸ் அண்ட் சோஷியல் டைனமிக்ஸ் ஆஃப் திஸ் இரா திஸ் பர்டிகுலர் சாங் இஸ் அன் இன்வொகேஷன் டு காட் ஷிவா ஆடட் அஸ் பார்ட் ஆஃப் த கலெக்ஷன் பை திஸ் போயட் ஹூ இஸ் பிலீவ் டு ஹவ் பீன் ஃப்ரம் அ லேட்டர் பீரியட் கண்ணி கார்னரும் கொன்றே காமர் வண்ண மார்பின் தாரும் கொன்றே ஊர்தி வாழ்வெள் ஏறே சிறந்த சீர்களு கொடியும் அவ்வேறு என்ப கரை மிடறு அணியலும் அணிந்தன்று அக்கரை மறை நவள் அந்தனர் நுவலவும் படுமே பெண் உரு ஒருத்திறன் ஆகின்று அவ்வொரு தன்னுள் அடக்கி கரக்கினும் கரக்கும் பிறை நுதல் வண்ணம் ஆகின்று அப்பிறை பதினெண்கணனும் ஏத்தவும் படுமே எல்லா உயிர்க்கும் ஏமம் ஆகிய நீர் அறவு அறியா கரகத்து தாழ்ச்சடை பொழிந்த அருந்தவத்தோர்க்கே திஸ் சாங் இஸ் ஆல் அபவுட் த இன அண்ட் அவுட் எலிமெண்ட்ஸ் ஆஃப் அ காட் த ஓப்பனிங் லைன் கண்ணி கார்னரும் கொன்றே மீனிங் த ஹெட் கார்லண்ட் ஓவன் வித் ஃப்ரேக்ரண்ட் கோல்டன் ஷவர் ஃப்ளார்ஸ் தட் ப்ளூம் இன் த ரெய்னி சீசன் பிரிங்ஸ் இன் அ டிலைட்ஃபுல் எலிமெண்ட் ஆஃப் நேச்சர் இன்சைட் அ ரிலீஜியஸ் சாங் தென் தஸ் அனதர் எலிமெண்ட் ஆஃப் நேச்சர் டொமெஸ்டிகேட்டட் பை ஹியூமன்ஸ் இன் வால் வெல் ஏரே மீனிங் ஷைனிங் ஒயிட் புல் A striking line appears in Penwuru Urutiran Agindru, meaning a feminine form characterizes one side about which we will explore shortly. The phrase Yella Vuyirkum Yemam Agiya, meaning the one who is the protector of all life, highlights the single most important function of a god entity. Neer Aravu Ariya Karagatthu, meaning a vessel that will never see its water cease, seems to have a deep significance. Ending with the words Arundavat Torke, meaning the one who is hard at penance, the verse welcomes us to explore more. The practice of singing invocations was not there in Sangam times and is believed to have been a later day development. It is known that this poet has sung similar dedications in other Sangam literary works such as Natrinai Kurundoge etc. However, those were not part of the main 400 or so verses of these books. In Purananuru, this verse has been compiled as one of the 400. Let's delve into the lines which can be translated as follows. In the head garland glow the rainy season's conray blooms. On that chest in handsome hues lies a garland whose flowers are from the conray too. His vehicle is the radiant white bull. His fine and famous flag holds that white bull too. The dark stain on his neck adds beauty to his beauty. It's this very stain that's sung and celebrated by priests who chant the scriptures. one part of him is made of the feminine form that beautiful form is held within and absorbed within himself 
The crescent moon makes his forehead alluring. This very moon is celebrated by 18 groups of beings. He is the protector of all life and he holds a vessel in which the waters will recede never. With low-lying tresses, he is one known for his intense penances in dedication to this Lord. Since Puranānura to an extent is a portrait and praise of kings, in line with his beliefs, the poet must have thought to add a song on the king of kings, God Shiva, as the very first poem in this collection. Some of the fascinating elements we gather from this song are about golden shower flowers being used as head and neck garlands on this entity. After that, we learn that the vehicle of this god is a bull, which in later day mythology came to be termed as a Nandi. Not just kings and countries, but even this god seems to have a flag of his own and it was a bull depicted therein. I wish to draw your attention to the fact of how animals adorn the flags of both Chola and Pandya kings, the first having a symbol of the tiger and the second that of a fish. So we can understand the connection to this god's flag being that of a bull. Returning, after this mention of his flag, the spotlight falls on the stained neck of this god, which mythology says is due to his drinking of a dangerous poison so as to save the devas or higher celestial beings. And the poet mentions how this act is celebrated by priests of yore. Next, the poem details an aspect that I find fascinating. It talks about how within this male god, one half was a female, but that aspect was not outwardly depicted, but something held within. I understood these lines to mean that this very masculine god embodied the feminine too, if not in outer form, but surely in essence. This reminds one of the yin and yang in other religious traditions, the perfect fusion of the male and female elements of the universe. I see this not just as a portrait of a god, but a call to all male leaders who dominate today's world of power to be in touch with the feminine aspects of love and care that lies within them if they wish to render the right rule to their citizens. Returning, the verse talks about a crescent moon that adorns the forehead of this god, something celebrated by all beings. It ends with final three aspects of this god, that of his being the protector of all living creatures, and two, having a vessel that has never-ending water, and finally, the state of deep penance undertaken by this god. That pot of unending water could be the invocation of agriculturists whose life depended on that elixir of life flowing without end. Various elements such as the depiction of bulls and the deep penance of this god makes an image flash before me, that of an Indus Valley seal termed as Pasupati or the god of cattle found in Mohenjadaro. Here we see a person seated as if in meditation with a bull's horn headdress. Some scholars interpret this seal to be an early version of God Shiva, but that is like pressing the present into the mold of the past. 
we cannot say with conviction about what this seal meant but there seems to have been an importance accorded to this person who tames and protects the bulls perhaps he was a valorous leader who defended the region's cattle from being pilfered by enemies as years passed perhaps this very human hero a leader turned a god in the eyes of future generations with that we come to the end of this song that has given us a lot to contemplate on perceptions of gods and heroes thanks for listening to this episode of sangam lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and minds please visit nandanikarki.com to relish 801 poems on the agam literature of natrine and kurundoge as well as leave your comments about these puram verses we dive into beginning today do share about sangam lit to history and sociology enthusiasts among your friends and well wishers until next time nandri vanakkam